0: Welcome back to The Cafe at Artichoke Music, 2007 Southeast Powell Boulevard in Portland. For another OMN Coffee Shop Conversation, we will have another video episode, one with Tom May and an audience even, in December, so stay tuned for that. Happy to have filmmaker, musician John Meyer in here today. He's premiering a new music documentary series called Contrast. There's a live opening show at Kelly's Olympian in Portland on Tuesday, December 17, featuring some of the bands in the series. Someone called John a real bohemian artist, and I'm going to ask him if he really is. We'll go out of the conversation with one of his tunes. Meet John Meyer. Uh, if, if you're wondering where the questions are, yeah. I haven't prepared questions for an interview since 1988.
1: Ah, you don't, I'm not no. worried. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because I interview people, too, and uh, I recently started uh, approaching them without written questions ah. I, and because it, it, it dwindled because at first it was, it was like a bunch of questions. Yeah. Then I got down to really only about three questions, right. or, and then I was like, you know what? I think I'm a good enough interviewer to keep this rolling. Yeah. You know,
0: like, <laughs> uh, the, the best interviews are conversations, anyway. Exactly. That's why this is, this is not called Coffee yeah. Shop Interviews. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to, uh, to Artichoke Music. Yeah. Glad to have you here. Um, have we haven't, had, we haven't had a lot of filmmakers. Oh, you have? No, have not. Oh, have not. No, oh, okay. Have Sorry, not. I misheard no, you. Yeah. No, no, there aren't a lot of filmmakers. Yeah. I mean, really?
1: Well, there, there are, there are, there are people. but they're not a lot involved directly with music like I am, where my, right. where my first, uh, f- yeah. uh, passion within filmmaking is, is music related. I, I definitely think there's a, a small amount of people like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whatever I've done in in, in my work over the years, it, it's always been it, it's, it's always touched music. But yeah. you're you're actually a musician.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, in a weird sort of way, I'm kind of a filmmaker before before I was a musician. Uh-huh. But music writing and recording and singing music is actually has always been more of a passion for mine than, really? than filmmaking. Yeah. Huh. And the reason it it the reason I make films professionally and I don't get paid to you know, do my music yet, hopefully sometime, you know, is because, uh, really music didn't come natural to me and filmmaking did. Uh, and it has nothing to do with passion though, which is weird, you know? yeah. Like, and so like, which is what I found out, you know? And so, yeah, when I was doing the, uh, music, then, uh, uh, I wasn't getting much of a reaction, you know, I would play Mm -hmm. my songs and, you know, I was, not as good as I am now I'm talking 15 years ago you know and I just would I but I was writing songs within a month after picking up guitar I could Uh barely switch chords and I was so (laughs) passionate about trying to write songs you know and I would I would jump around in keys and stuff because I didn't know (laughs) you know I didn't know anything so I'm doing that but then in in that era even then I picked up like a VHS camcorder my friend's punk band was doing (laughs) real good and so I started rolling on them and then I showed it to people and I was a hit at parties. Everybody was like, oh, my God, put on that video. Let's watch that again. <laughs> and I started, I started getting a lot of approval from my peers, which is something I desperately sought at the time. Um, I was, you know, a lot younger and stuff. and uh, uh, And so I just ran with it, and I started making more and more videos and got really passionate about it. But the whole time I was rehearsing, singing, practicing music. It, to the point, it was so much in secret, really, that I never played out or anything. I would do open mics occasionally, uh-huh. but most of the time, I mean, I had a whole, like like when I moved to Portland over a decade ago, then I, I formed a whole group of friends that were all musicians, mm-hmm. not filmmakers. You know, I met a few filmmakers, but, but as far as my group, where like, where's the party at? And yeah, they all yeah. show up. That was all musicians. And and I had my camera out once in a while, and people kind of knew me as that. That was my identity within the group. But I realized that after about being hanging out with these guys and becoming good, lifelong friends with with, with, with these people um, as the group rotated and shifted, mm-hmm. that that none of them knew I was even a musician. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I write songs, and it's like my number one passion. <laughs> so I started playing out more, and then I got this positive response. All of a sudden, people were like, John, you got a great voice. And, all, and I'm like, oh, I guess all that – decade of incubation and like is has been paying off and so i started taking it more seriously and then yeah. about two years ago i actually uh well what am i talking about four years ago now four years ago i consciously made an effort to put music on the front burner and film on the second on the back burner yeah but still have the film make all my money you know i understand and so i so yeah. i committed to um to making uh, uh my first album you know, and that's mm-hmm. the reason I hadn't ever done that before too, because I had I had plenty of songs written for, for an album ten years prior, but because I had a self-awareness from working with so many musicians mm-hmm. about what level I was at, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of musicians don't. I hate to say it, you know, well, right? <laughs> and so from what I've seen, I've worked with so many with. Yeah. with I mean, yeah. I traveled across the United States, you know, documenting bands and stuff, and out of the states, documenting bands, and I just I, every you know, sometimes the, the real real good people think they suck and the real sucky guys think they're great. Generally. Yeah, generally, yeah. Right. And so I th- I felt like I always had a really good barometer about how good I was and whether I was ready to sink, you know, 10000 bucks into an album or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. And so I, I did. I waited and waited and waited. And And honestly, looking back at it now, I was still not quite ready, but that's, not really true because I needed to record an album to be ready to actually record an album. Right. right. <laughs> so, right. Right. so, so I'm still glad I did it the way I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, and I actually really like that album the way it turned out, but mm-hmm. I, the, the one we got coming up, uh, is going to be the real, almost the official debut in a way, even though it's album number two, because it's going to be so much better. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: So, so when, I, I've, I've seen some stuff with you performing that's just you, uh, huh. That's how I perform, yeah. And is it the same with the
1: album? So, no, my band, it, I call it my band. Yeah. Be- because we, we, we definitely sound like a five-piece tight band, uh-huh. right? And the reason is is because my bandmate, which is really just a recording mate, it, is my, uh, Jesse Moffat. Uh, he is a musical genius, uh-huh. and he, you know, he, he produces, he engineers, he plays every... When I met him when he was 17, uh-huh. he didn't produce or engineer, but he could, he could play... Piano, drums, guitar, and bass better than anyone I knew. Wow. And I'm not even making that like an uh-huh. overstatement. Like the uh-huh. guy was brilliant at, the, at How these were instruments. You? I was about f- four or five years older than him. But, uh-huh. we, but we, he was so ahead of, of being a 17-year-old that I didn't even know he, I didn't even know he was – that young yeah. at all yeah. until like yeah. a few months after i talked to him i was like what you're that old <laughs> because he just carried himself and knew so much and you know yeah but 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 he he you know now that i've talked about but i'm he'll listen to this sometime and now that i talked about but i will say that <laughs> the, the 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 he really looked at me as as bringing this passion to songwriting even though i was uh-huh. just cranking out three chords i could barely play you know then he, he recognized that there was something valuable in that early on he really did uh-huh. he, he pointed uh-huh. at me he's like john you like I want to work with you, and I'm like what? Like <laughs> I can barely play. He's like, yeah, but you can. You when you sing, I feel it. You know, uh-huh. you'll get better, and you yeah, don't yeah. need to play more than three chords. I'll handle the rest. Yeah. Let me take control of this stuff. Yeah. And that's how we've worked. I mean, to to this day, I write a song, I complete it, and I and I show him to him, I complete it, ready for an open mic, you know, a solo. You know, all the lyrics, the bridge, everything tightened up and rehearsed and everything, and then he'll take it and he doesn't just add drums, bass. And keys and all that stuff. He does that. Uh-huh. But he'll even rework stuff. He'll, pull, he'll say, you know what? This bridge is the wrong melody. Why don't we pull a bridge from another similar sounding song you have? And I'm uh-huh. like, no, no, no. He's like, get rid of that song. We're pushing these two together. We're making a better <laughs> one. And, and every time, my, yeah. my, my, my reaction, Jesse knows this is true. It's like 100% of the time. I go, no, uh-uh. Ain't going to happen. And then about two weeks to a month later, he gets his way and I agree with him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, listen. Let's let's uh, we'll yeah. get back to that, but uh, uh-huh. uh, I, I don't want to I don't want to bury the lead here. No, that's no. I, you, you, this is great because I got the talk stations. Oh, that's the yeah. name of the band,
1: Talk Station. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we, we got that
0: out of, that's the whole story right there. We're recording
1: a new album. There ain't nothing else to learn about us.
0: So, <laughs> but I but but uh, I want to talk to you about control. Uh, it's
1: contrast. Contrast. Close. close yeah. Wow. It, it threw you off because. I know why you, why you said that, because it's contrast with a K, and there's ground control with a K in town. Yes. It threw you off. It's okay. It did throw me yeah.
0: off. <laughs> Plus, I can't remember anything. It's so. fine. <laughs> um,
1: why a K? Uh, well, uh, contrast with a C seemed boring. Yes. <laughs> Probably Very the true. same reason that, ga- that ground control right. put a K in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it, also because um, I want to I emphasize... I wanted to emphasize with just the title and the color scheme, which is just black and white, mm-hmm. that everything you're going to see and hear in contrast is, is going to be a quote-unquote contrast to the typical music uh, journalism that you get mm-hmm. on like a lower level. Yeah. And I'm, that doesn't mean that I'm trying to be like Rolling Stone or anything, but I did like take a lot of inspiration from these higher level magazines that really, I mean, I read these interviews of these artists and I'm like, dang, I've never read anything like that yeah from a local but I know they got the story right you know and so you know I I I decided here like well why don't I just go deep with these artists Uh you you know and and uh, another big thing a big uh, change for me is I I was hired to make documentaries for years Mm -hmm. you know and the whole from the beginning I I recognized a a almost fatal conflict of interest Right. because when, the, when right. the band or the label promoting the band is paying you to make it, which I've been for both, <laughs> right. then there's a huge conflict of interest. And, I, and, and, you know, like, for instance, I got sent on a 42-day tour with these two bands to, d- to document them. And the whole time, they had this major drama with their label. And they eventually, <laughs> when they got done with the tour, they parted ways. And it was a big deal, and it was interesting. And I'm rolling footage on it. But mm-hmm. I... Couldn't put it in the dock because the label was paying me and right. and and right. you know I mean I suppose I could have like in hindsight actually talked to him about it and talked about how what their threshold was on that But I was young and still working still figuring out my method right. And I was just trying desperately to find an interesting story that wasn't the story yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and so now yeah. you know with the and then and then other times you know, like now it got to the point now where where when someone hires me to make a documentary on their band they're what they're asking for really is like a five to seven minute piece, right, right, and so I say, okay, well let's make no mistake, these are commercials disguised as documentaries. And they're like, yeah, that's what I want. I'm like, "Okay, this, as long as you're aware because that's, that's what it is. It's a disguise. It's right. not really a duck. I'm just making you look cool with right. cool shots, mm-hmm. highlighting your music, Right? maybe get a little backstory. You know? right.
2: But with contrast,
1: I'm like, I'm, I, I'm approaching these artists and saying, hey, I know you, had, you weren't thinking this at all and you probably don't even want it and it's a weird time in your life. Yeah. But can I roll footage on you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And, and And without charging you, you know, and yeah. just make this thing and will you be willing to do that and sometimes i'm let down sometimes I'm like no i can't i'm like feeling real bummed and stuff i'm like hey that's the time to document you know exactly and, and they're like no i don't want to share that i'm like okay that's your right i'm not going to bother you but right. sometimes they go for it you know and it's not that i'm just finding people in low places either I, it's all it's across the, the gamut but i do try to find people that have an interesting story and uh, and have music that i'm interested in you uh-huh. know and so uh-huh. i can, so i know i can rely on, on that to complete the story. Yeah. If I don't get it in the in the yeah, interview. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So what is it? Is it a video music magazine? Yeah, so it's a it's gonna be a web series. Um the a episodes, web series. Yeah and, okay. and, it,
1: and it went through a lot of different morphs. In the beginning when I first announced it in June, I put a thing on Facebook just to hold myself accountable. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And I put it up there and I said it was gonna be a weekly web series. I was picturing five minutes an episode. Uh-huh. And I know I can throw something together in a few days. And so I knew it was possible, but then I realized you know, that's crazy. Yeah, it's not just crazy, but <laughs> even though I can shoot and edit something that people will like in two days, yeah. it doesn't mean it's my best work, you right. know? And so I realized that, that really, really, as much as I am pr- pride myself in being quick at this stuff, to spend time is really where I'm going to get the goods, right. you know? And so right. I started spending time. Then what, what happened with spending time was then the episodes started to warrant a longer runtime. Right. And so now I'm, I'm doing one episode a month and they're mm-hmm. going to be 12 minutes, 12 to 15 minutes a piece. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, at first I was like, oh, this is like people, you know, the, the, they always tell you five minutes or less or three minutes or less. You know, if you wanted to actually catch on, you know, that's too long. And I'm like, yeah, but once I established my product, I was like the audience I'm looking for, I'm looking for people to consider like the deep questions on life and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm not looking for something to just get viral Fluff piece passed around Facebook, just trying to get as much views as possible. I right. want to, I
0: want make people right. think and yeah. make
1: people yeah. hang, hang, hang on and watch more episodes. Yeah,
0: and anybody who tells you what how long a piece should be, yeah. before you make it. You should just never listen to. Well, that's
1: what the whole—that's <laughs> what the whole premise of starting contrast was. Was not listening to everyone. Right. It was just saying, look, I'm sick of people telling me how things should be, what what right. they want, and, and then controlling my edits. You know, saying, hey, we need to move this back. And I'm like, oh, I did, but they're paying. Okay, I got to do it. Right. You know, I just wanted to, to do something for myself, and it did come <laughs> at a sacrifice. I mean, I, I my, my my thought was like, hey, I can, I have the equipment. It's documentaries. I can make it by myself. Yeah. And I don't it. I don't need to spend any money on it to make it look high budge, you mm-hmm. know, and that was mm-hmm. all true. The problem is time is money and I've worked hard on this thing since June. I'm, 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 I'm midway through my sixth episode on wow. this thing. I mean, it's almost a, a, feature length film and I edit this stuff tightly, like in considered, you know, right. it's not. Mm-hmm. And so I look back, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, pretty low in my finances right now. I'm mm-hmm. bouncing back, but, but, uh, it, it really, I mean, I recorded my album during that time too. So I took yeah. on two huge passion projects. Wow! So I drained my bank account and I, and, and I realized, man, this is not sustainable. And so um, I, I, I'm excited to launch uh, the, the, the the Patreon page Yeah. because that, that was the initial plan. It was not, I didn't come up with that later. It was the initial plan, but I also, uh-huh. I also didn't want to launch it while I was just making it. I wanted to make sure I had a product ready to roll out, one, a new one every month. And I have three completed episodes right now mm-hmm. saved up, ready to go. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's all going to plan. Um, it's just tough, you know, tough to make it all happen without a funder. More than you know.
0: one band per episode? So it's just
1: uh, so far, maybe I'll change, but so far I'm just doing single artists, even if they are part uh, of a band. Okay. Because I really want to get into deep into their psyche. That's the whole point, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And uh, uh, right now I've covered uh, uh, two hip-hop artists, uh, female singers, uh, two female singer-songwriters, and one of them is the lead of a band, one of them solo, and then a, another uh, male uh, singer songwriter, uh, and then another one. I'm just starting. It's just a that approach is yeah. always
0: very rewarding. I did the first documentary on assisted suicide in in, in Oregon. Okay, I followed a guy for two years. Oh wow! <laughs> um, from the day he got the, the medication that's, that would kill him, through his death, and we shot his death. Whoa. And, <laughs> i feel yeah.
1: like i've heard about this actually yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah i and, just
1: got deja vu as soon as you said that yeah. well
0: the thing is it you know um uh, it, it got me fired at opb but so that's a long story <laughs> oh, yeah well you're in the, yeah
1: right. kind of the same raft i'm in
2: correct
0: yeah <laughs> but you know um not only do you get get to know everything about that personally two years we shot for two fucking years with this guy mm-hmm. right and he was very self-aware and, and very articulate. And um, the, the, the third week of production, he fell in love with an asshole. Mm. He was gay. He fell in love with a total asshole. Yeah. And that was, became part of the story. But that was also the thing that killed it. Uh, because it wasn't the friendly little old grandma who's going to be surrounded by her her, her grandchildren yeah. and children at the end. No, it was not that. It There's was, a
1: few layers going it was, on there. It was, yeah, it was, yeah it That's
0: was. reality, though. That's the thing about docs is I'm rolling a lot of well, times something will
2: happen.
1: And I'm like, right. whoa, didn't expect that. I guess that's what my doc's about now. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one yeah. of my subjects got in a bloody fight. Like, that's, and I'm just like, I didn't expect Man, that. So it's fucking gold. But here I am <laughs> and he's got blood all over his
2: chest and everything and I'm
1: just saying I guess I'll roll you know um, guess it, you guess no 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 of That's course I rolled yeah <laughs> <laughs> I rolled that camera yeah you better believe it <laughs> no he didn't he did I, I didn't I didn't catch the fight I was in another car I, oh. we, we caught the aftermath but it was the immediate aftermath I mean yeah, they yeah, were still yeah. breathing heavy I mean it <laughs> was like right there but I I won't tell you what happened after the fight, but it it gets crazier from there. But you got to see the episode to see what happens. All right. <laughs> it does go – it gets nuttier from that point, actually. The man knows how to tease his, his work. <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't want to put out a, 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 any of my episodes. They're not done until I know there's at least something in there that makes people go, whoa, 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 I didn't expect that. Right. You know, because right. that's, that's the point of my docs. I'm not just going – all right here's a nice well in focus shot of this artist and the sun looks nice on them you know it's like right. no I, right. I i'm getting to the meat you know <laughs>
0: yeah 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 <laughs> so who's in the first who's in the first episode
1: her name is zoli mora uh-huh. she's a seattle musician uh-huh. i spent uh the summer uh, mostly on vashon island and so i, w- I started covering someone at, in seattle uh now uh, I'm de- back in Portland, and so i'm doing, covering more Portland mm-hmm. musicians mm-hmm. Um, she's the the lead singer of Zoli Mora and the Strange Kind mm-hmm. and she's got a pretty interesting story she She uh, was diagnosed late in life with autism, which ant- oh, wow. answered a, a lot of questions she yeah. had about wh- why she you know has lived the way she does yeah. you know and everything yeah. um, she she is gay and goes to church in the episode, so that 's interesting <laughs> and she talks a lot about that and wh- what yeah. that 's all about and yeah, how yeah. that works for her um, She was on uh Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> once uh and that was kind of like uh, a few years ago and uh, and and uh, that was kind of like a peak of hers you know and, yeah. and so a lot of the doc is her wrestling with trying to get back to a level that felt mm-hmm. like it was going mm-hmm. that direction you yeah, know? yeah. and w- which is hard for people uh, with autism who who have like a, I, I, I hope I'm not categorizing her autism wrongly right now but like a kind of a mild case of it So well, people, it's hard
0: for people without autism
1: yeah exactly <laughs> but, but like someone in my where, where like you know I'll just blow one thing in the doc where she talks about how she has this little pocket video game she plays to focus her mind when things are getting out of control around her you mm-hmm. know and you know the people around the A&R reps and stuff that were that were that she was involved with that were you know at the label and it was a big time big news she was trying to get in to help this guy write a song or something you know somebody else on their label you know yeah. and she's playing this game and they were like the guy was like turned off by her unprofessionalism and stuff and it's uh-huh. like what's she supposed to say hey look right. everyone around me I got this autistic thing and yeah. I want to I got to play this game it helps me focus you right. know it's like no she shouldn't have to be able to she shouldn't have to say all that you right. know and right. it's tough yeah it's an extra layer of toughness I think
0: that's amazing yeah yeah, that's 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 terrific. That sounds great. Yeah.
1: Wow. wow. Then the yeah, the next one after the, the next two, it's a did you two have two-parter. to what, yeah. what did
0: you do to gain her trust?
1: Well, uh, interestingly, so I, I definitely that that's a different I answer that question differently for every one of my subjects. It's not yeah. a specific method. Well, I, I have to gauge each person. Right. Of course. And what was interesting about Zoli was I felt like I had her trust immediately. Huh. Without even trying Right And it was almost off-putting Like I loved it Because I was able to get right into What I wanted to get into Yeah You know yeah, But, but. It, was, it was so And I was like yeah. And then it hit me I was like Because she's talking about it, And she's like I'm autistic and, and it's like Oh And then she talks about Specifically I didn't even ask her yeah. She was saying You know my Part of my condition Is that I, I'm too trusting You know And, oh. I, and I let people in And Jeez. I don't realize When they're taking advantage of me Oh And man. I was like Oh my god So yeah. that's it's just carrying over to me. That's just I could be a bad guy and she's trusting me because yeah. of this thing, she this, this way she sees the world, right. you know? Right. And, and and so, yeah, for her, that was just part of the deal, you know? Um, the other ones, um, then I've built up, with, hers was different because I didn't know her ahead of time. Uh, but the other ones, and I think moving forward, just about all the other ones, the, the plan is to cover musicians that I know already. Uh-huh. You know, I, I mean, these are my, my entire community is musicians. Right. And so, you know there's good, bad, and medium. Maybe. I know how to pick the ones that, and I know their stories. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, you are the one. It's yeah. obvious to me who needs yeah. to be covered, you know? Right. And right. so, uh, for them, you know, at different levels, uh, of course, cause you know, I've close friends and sort of close friends and whatever, but I, I generally have a relationship with them. And then furthermore, mm-hmm. because I'm they're in the same general friendship scene as me, mm-hmm. they know my work and they, and they know that, that I do good work. And so uh-huh. they, they, they trust me and want me to cover them and be, is usually the response
0: well, lucky lucky you well i'm not charging i mean these people well, these are the I same that, people that, that
1: they would if when they have the money would be willing to pay a couple yeah. thousand dollars yeah. to have me do the same thing yeah. you know and yeah. so it works out to both of us i mean i'm my brand is benefiting by by having this non-pay thing and and then and then every artist i cover is going to benefit yeah as opposed to somebody who's making some sort of vlog where they just talk about politics well then
0: how do you then how do you deal with somebody that you don't know that that you that you that well, who, that was who, who 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 need who who you need to for, to to them to trust you what do you do
1: uh, well, I experimented that with with Zoli, and like yes. I said, it yeah, that was the only one I didn't know so far okay. that, that that I covered. Uh, there are uh, uh, characters um, that come in and out of these documentaries mm-hmm. that aren't my main character that I do film. Yeah, that I have no idea who they are, and they're and they're wary about me. And yeah. so, yeah, there are te- techniques I do. Um, for one thing, um, I'm very perceptive. I've learned to be. I didn't used to be for those of you who <laughs> know me. a While uh, I've I've learned <laughs> I've learned to be more perceptive about. Uh-huh how people are reacting when they see my camera and empathic you know? what
0: is there and a level of empathy uh well yeah well i just look at their eyes and if they get spooked by the camera
2: yeah.
1: then i'll lower it and i'll point yeah. to the ground yeah. and and just act like i'm just carrying it around you know right. and I won't, I won't jump to shoot if i notice that they see it and then, and then they immediately look away like like they're like okay, oh, hey i know how to do this yeah. I know how to not look at the camera. Right. Then I'm like, okay, they're they're into this and I'll start rolling, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it, and it goes deeper than that. but I can't get into every little nuance, but there there's mm-hmm. little keywords and stuff that people say where I'm like, okay, their comfort level's not quite there. Right. And 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 the worst thing to do as a documentarian is to be like, okay, well, I I know this is uncomfortable, but I should just shoot it. That's what documentary filmmakers do. They just shoot, you know, and it's like, well, that's true to an extent. But if someone's uncomfortable, they're just going to get more uncomfortable. If you shoot, you know, you have to earn their trust. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. you have to let them know that you're there to not just serve them well, Mm -hmm. but also that you do quality work. Mm-hmm. It's kind of both. They want to know that you that you're going to get the sound and the lighting right, right. on them, right. <laughs> as well as the info. You know,
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You really do have to let them know who you are. Yeah, you really do. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, uh, you, you. I find uh, if I, I I talk about myself sometimes. Yeah, if I've never met the person before, I talk about myself. Yeah.
1: And I, so, I, that's a technique of mine. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely yeah. do that, yeah. especially yeah. when I see the interview, if they're getting a little nervous during an interview or something, yeah. then I'll definitely just start talking about uh, something that's related to what they're talking about about myself, right. you know? Right. And just to let them know subtly that, the, that, the, that, the, that they don't need to worry about the, the rolling Record, yeah. you know that they're not yeah. wasting my time. Right, that I can roll forever and yes. it's fine. Yeah, you know yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a thing. You mm-hmm. know, where it's, oh you're recording. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to make use of the time. It's like I'm right. an editor. I'll listen to ten hours of <laughs> BS to get one good thing. I don't care.
0: You know, <laughs> <laughs> or like this, I don't edit. Yeah. Oh no, uh, you know? great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. To, I did have to edit once when I, when someone said that she wanted to kill Trump, and I said, well, you know, maybe we should take that. Now. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, you might.
0: I guess you'll never know if if you just edit. You know, there was just an
1: edit just now because I just uh, (laughs) confirmed something. Other, you have no idea what I just confirmed that I want to do.
0: Am I? It's you know, it's it's weird because uh, there's a certain level of human interaction that's got to take place so you can you can get deep in with somebody. Mm -hmm. On the other hand. There's also a level of artifice because you may never see them again.
2: Yeah,
1: but you got to get over mm-hmm.
0: that. <laughs> well, no, yeah. you, you got to do it. I mean, yeah. that's what you do. You know? uh-huh, you're, there uh-huh. to, you're, you're there to do a thing, right?
1: Yeah, so far, mostly the case is for me is that because I'm covering people I know, um, yeah. then, then uh, it's, it's, I see them again and yeah. they know that, you Maybe know. You
0: should do one on somebody you've never, you've never met. Yeah. That's a good exercise.
1: Well, I, like I said, I did do that with Zoli, and so I will. Okay. So I will do it again. Oh, there you go. I'm not, it's not okay. off the table. Yeah, terrific. Yeah. terrific. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, me and Zoli were fast friends, and not just yeah. because of her right. autism. Let's right. be serious. We actually made actual good friends, and yeah. we communicated that to each yeah. other. We really deeply like each other. Yeah. Well, you're lucky in <laughs> yeah. that case.
2: I guess so. I guess I am. Oh well, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean,
1: no, I'm, I'm covering someone else right now. I'm not going to name names. That's very difficult to cover. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I told them that they are very difficult to cover, and we so we talk about that. <laughs> and the reasons aren't aren't because they're you know they're a bad person or any, or whatever. It's just that they, 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 they have the way that they interact with yeah. with the camera and the, and uh-huh. with me and in general and with the world in general that's very very unique. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, that's why I'm covering them. But yeah. as I'm covering them, I'm realizing that uniqueness really does go into some categories I hadn't anticipated uh-huh. and I, I'm being vague because I don't want to, you know, <laughs> gotcha. but that, but, but I'm being vague int- intentionally, obviously, but, but yeah, it's a boy, there are some different strategies yes. out
0: there. It's yeah. never the same. <laughs> right. Well, that's one of the great things about it. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. You know, uh, uh, I'm loving it on, I'm not getting sick of it and I've been doing it hardcore right. since June. So
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. After a while you, you get to sort of be secret agent man. Cause, uh, if you're if you're not, if you're not dealing with people that you know, because it's like, here's a man who lives a life of danger. Everywhere he goes, he stays a stranger. Yep. And so, I meet somebody for the first time. I gotta I gotta I gotta talk to him. They have to talk, but more more importantly, they have to talk to me. Yeah. And, um, but then I'll never see him again. Hmm. That's. That's, my, that's just mind-blowing, but I've had that thousands of times. Yeah, I guess it doesn't phase
1: yeah. me. Like I'm, no. I, I just, the no, way no. I walk around this, what, this world and this life is exactly. like I'm fine with not seeing these people again right. forever, even because it's just a fact of life. And I, I, still, I still give them this thought that, like, hey, that experience that I had with you, yeah. even though it's in the past now, is just as valuable as my present moment. Absolutely. You know? yeah.
0: And in addition to which, <laughs> there is a fine line between journalism and voyeurism. Ooh, and it's very easy to what cross a, the line yeah I, boy <laughs> this is a good this is a good podcast
1: you you you, you, you know all the <laughs> that's definitely a thing for sure it is a thing yeah
0: <laughs> of course it is it's a good question
1: yeah <laughs> and or, so if or you're, observation if, i should say i
0: mean if you're a little bit if you lean a little bit that way so much the better yeah <laughs> i remember I, I there was a time I was uh working on a show called Evening Magazine. Also it was also was also PM Magazine. I don't know if you're probably too young. Well, no. It was on 7:30s 7:30 every Monday through Friday nights on stations all over the country. Uh, yeah, well there's was, was, was a magazine show. Yeah, there's
1: Evening Magazine up in Seattle. Was was that, is. Was that's that a the local? Remnant. That's, that's a, a remnant. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up. Anyway,
0: so I, I did that show for eight, 8 years. Okay. And there was a there was a time when I was at my peak in, on that show. Uh-huh where I could make I I felt anyway and I think it was true I could make anybody do anything I wanted Yeah I
1: I Isn't I know the great? feeling I get it rarely but I do get it Yeah yeah Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. but the thing is you've got to you've got to realize that if you have that power that it needs to be used for good Yes cuz it can it can be really fucked up Yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and in intoxicating in a, exactly yeah absolutely
0: yeah. absolutely i mean
1: i've had that power i've, I've directed films yeah. before and uh i don't know if I, the largest one i can't even think of which one it would be right now but the largest one that i've directed was it probably had about 20 people uh-huh. um and i would just get up turn my boom voice on and just tell people what to do right and i even got to the point where and this is good this is not me taking advantage this is me learning the gig i get to the point where I wouldn't move the light myself. I'd just be like, Hey yeah. PA, can yeah. you move that? You know? Yeah. And, and that's the way a set should run, you know, it's, exactly. and, 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 but it was, uh, it was interesting to just get to the p- point where like, wow, I'm just sitting here and I can point and say to anybody here. And they're all, they're all like actually hoping that I do that. So yes. they know what to do. You know,
0: <laughs> if, the, yeah. if, if the people that you're working with have confidence that you know what you want,
1: yes, they'll run through the fucking wall for you as I would for them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly
0: yeah that's true that's yeah. true,
1: and which i've been on more more so i've been on uh-huh. the other side I don't do much PA work and never really did, but I do uh, DP uh, director of photography uh-huh. uh, a lot of films that other people have written and directed, yeah, and so yeah. I'm just as beholden to what they want to do, you know as the pa uh, not really, I guess I do have more input on on yes. the scene, <laughs> but 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 ultimately, it really is the director's choice, whatever sure. I do, you sure. know, and sure. so and so yeah I, 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 I do like being in a place of service as well
0: mm-hmm. but I remember. Uh, and, and I used to do really like sleazy stories, for for evening magazine. Okay, I did a story once on a on a honeymoon hotel, <laughs> <laughs> and I actually got a couple to get in the in 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 the bubble bath tub, <laughs> and let me shoot them. Be nice. It was. <laughs> Oh well,
1: they got the bubbles. It's, uh, you don't have to blur well, anything I, but, out.
0: I, and, but that was a long long time ago before yeah. b- before you know people were, were sending out dick pics, okay? And sh- stuff like that. Sure, sure. It was long so, before so, TikTok. So you so you pioneered and, that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I I was I was there in the at the dumbing down of America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's actually more than that because I, I have this guilt about Trump. Because I used to write for one of the supermarket tabloids. Okay. And I made all the stories up. Yeah. And that's uh, what you call uh, fake news. Uh huh. They were all funny. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, people believed them.
1: Oh, people weren't, it wasn't one of those things like the Borowitz report where people are aware no, kind of that no, they're this fake.
0: No, like, it was like the Weekly World News. Oh, one of those. One yeah, of yeah, those. yeah. yeah. Supermarket so, tabloids. so
1: you got a clear head
0: on your shoulders. You know it's fake though, right? I went on Oprah and outed myself. Oh, my God. Just having made up all the stories. Right? <laughs> so, but the thing is, you know, you kind of—it's—I feel guilty now. Well, you had—you, you I, I was writing comedy, okay? Yeah. But it was yeah. still I was—it's—I still have this guilt that I—I—I I, I helped usher in Trump.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: well, you should—you you, don't—you shouldn't have nearly as much guilt as the people who've actually voted for him, which is well, quite a true. lot. So,
0: I was—I ta- <laughs> was talking to somebody uh, before I came out today, and they—they they called you a. A true bohemian artist. Me? You. Me? You.
1: Oh, someone knew, knew who I was and they were yeah. calling me a true bohemian artist? Yeah. Was it Jude Brewer? No, it was not. <laughs> I hope Jude <laughs> hears this. <laughs> well, are you? No, I, I mean, I, that's just something that my friend Jude uh, 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 texted me some rendition of that recently. Really? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was like, okay, I, I guess I am then if two people are... <laughs> well, what does that mean? I, I don't even know. I don't. I think bohemian... Um, artists, uh, I think back to like uh, you know, Frisco in the Right, 60s. sitting in a coffee shop
0: and reading Howl out yeah, loud. Yeah, yeah. You
1: know? <laughs> I mean, Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody is a good song. Um,
0: I think less of that than when I, when I hear bo- Bohemian <laughs> I artist. know, I'm
1: being silly. I just yeah. don't know. I, I don't exactly know what bo- Bohemian means when I really think about it, I, even though I use that term well, in my I dialogue. Think
0: I See, I think the <laughs> the major word in that is artist. Oh, thank you.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Because that means that it ne- doesn't necessarily need to lead to a payday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to actually chime but in the with work that. Is I, where where the I, can,
1: I can see that, where, where you're, yeah. you're right. And not just necessarily. Like, I <laughs> um, I actually, uh, I, I I mostly live in a van. I I don't actually sleep in my van right now. I I usually get a place for the winter. I uh, Usually I go to Puerto Rico to escape the cold, yeah. you know. Uh, but for the... Uh, Nine months out of the year, I I live in my van. Wow! And I I do that specifically to be this bohemian artist. Yeah. I guess we can call it. It's <laughs> a bumper sticker. Um. Yeah. Because because uh, to me, uh, I moved into the van. Um. Initially about six years ago. Um. And I've and that was my first van. Then I then I lived in a house for a year and then uh-huh. back into the van, and uh, a different van. But either way, van van life is a big important is a very important part uh, of the way I run my life. You know. Really. Yeah. Because. I, the art stuff is, is extremely important to, to me personally, because it keeps, I I am chronically depressed and I can rightfully say that. Well, maybe
0: it's because you live in a fucking van. No, no, no. It's actually the opposite. (laughs) Check out
1: this tattoo and you can't see the viewers. This says, says life is better down by the river on my shoulder. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The van is freedom. The van Uh is, is, um, you know. Uh, uh, I can concentrate all my funds on my on my films uh-huh. and music that, uh-huh. this way, and and that way, I, when I go to sleep, I feel good about what I'm doing. Oh um, my god, it's John, you're a cold, true bohemian artist. I mean, I guess I am. You right? are. <laughs> and then this contrast thing. On top of that, I was like, well, because I live in a van and I don't have rent. I mean, it's still costly, obviously. Yeah. Then, uh, you know, I think I could take on this massive, you know, years long project for no money. <laughs> I mean, hopefully Patreon picks up the slack, but yeah, I'm not really. betting on it because wow. it's hard. It's really hard to get people to, to, to convince people. Can I just take a little Patreon moment here? Sure. Again? It's really hard to convince people to pay money for, uh, anything. for, for, for anything like that, like yeah. monthly. Like right. I would say Kickstarter. Okay. So for those who don't know, pa- Patreon is basically Kickstarter, but monthly. Yeah. And when I first heard about it, I was like, yeah, right. That thing's not going anywhere. <laughs> Who's going to do Kickstarter monthly, right? Mm-hmm. Then, a few years later, I found myself doing it, not even considering doing it myself I'm paying. i 'm paying to this day i I, I pay uh, three dollars to one and five to another every <laughs> month and i don 't make much money. I do live in a van so I can you know don't have the rent but uh, but I I, I I am a I make way less money than most people I know Okay, because yeah. I, I, I don't choose the jobs based on the amount of money they're paying. I pay, choose them based on how interested I am in doing them. I mean, it's mm-hmm. all mostly musician related. you know. Yeah. And, and it is not hard. It doesn't stress me out one bit that this stuff gets auto-withdrawal out of my account mm-hmm. because I get, this, I get this big thank you and then a, a video. Because like, that's the thing about Patreon is you're not just paying for a – you're paying monthly, but you're paying for a monthly product you're paying for something that is it comes out monthly right. as well so right. you, so you're not just paying you know so i, I mean i'm following this guy uh, on youtube named uh, i his name's name Jimmy something But he, his YouTube handle is Bright Insight mm-hmm. And it's just him talking about history and stuff And he's just a mm-hmm. guy my age And he, he just really researches this stuff And he finds holes in the official story But he doesn't go too deep into conspiracy territory And so I really like where The, the, the balance he strikes About observing history mm-hmm. Like why the pyramids were built He doesn't think they were tombs But he doesn't think aliens built them You know, this kind of thing he's, He strikes that balance that I really like And so I started giving him money And I feel great about it, you know? I, I He puts out a new video uh, every couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. They're always fascinating. It's better than Netflix, even mm-hmm. though it's just him, a talking head, you know? Because it's coming from, yeah. there's no influence. Yeah. It's just him. Yeah. And he, and I love the guy. I, he, he's so fascinating, you know? And it was, that kind of thing was, it actually motivated me to start my own. I was like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: man, if he can do it, I can do it. I mean, his videos aren't, I mean, my videos are are Admittedly, you know, a higher quality, he's not a filmmaker, you know, he's just, I like what he says, you know, but so I thought if I could give somebody, if I could give a really high quality product, like why Mm -hmm. couldn't I build a Patreon audience? Mm -hmm. And really, if you're listening right now and you're inspired, you don't have a lot of money, you don't think you can do it. Honestly, if you donate $2 a month, that makes a huge difference. It really does. Sure. Because if you can, if I can get a thousand people to donate $2 a month, then I can do this exclusively. And not make money any other way, just from that's not a that's not a viral number, right? That's a thousand people, right? That's not ten thousand, hundred, yeah. a million, yeah. One thousand people pledging only two dollars a month each, and so if you're you know if you think oh, I, because I can't do ten dollars or whatever that seems appropriate, and I can only do two, then I might as well not. Then mm-hmm. think again, you know, because the two dollars would i mean i would be jumping in the streets if i got that uh, sign up i have no sign ups right now i i just launched it yeah and i haven't uh advertised it yet because right. the, the 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 premiere hasn't happened
0: yet well it's the link is on this page
1: oh wait, oh it will be okay yes. yeah yes. it's just it's patreon slash contrast you don't even docs. have to say it i'm right so, so proud of, of the fact that i got one without numbers and, and stuff right there in front of you <laughs> yeah cool yeah uh, which actually I segued right into my show right there. Might as well continue. Might as well. Yeah, yeah. The, so on the December seventh, are you going to put this out before? The it'll 7th? be.
0: It, it'll come out uh, next Thursday, a oh. week from this Thursday, okay. which is before December, before Pearl Harbor Day. Okay, so which is December seventh? Yeah. So a day it's which will live in infamy. infamy. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> uh, um, and I didn't even see the Michael Bay film. I know that from from knowledge. Yeah. Um, uh, so on yeah on on December seventh, uh, it's, it's a Saturday at Kelly's Olympian at uh-huh. eight p.m. Uh-huh. Then uh, I am going to show the first three episodes, Great. along with uh, short performances like. Three songs apiece from each of the people that uh, I covered nice um, and actually Zoli won't be there She's in Seattle with another uh, preoccupation yeah. but it will have Corinne Charlotte and Rhythm Deluco, uh-huh. who are being covered in future episodes not in the th- three So they are yeah. subjects, but but they're gonna be performing as well mm-hmm. But but really what's really exciting is my two-parter episode, which is about a couple hip-hop artists uh, from Klamath Falls
0: hip-hop artists from Klamath Falls Well, that sounds like an oxymoron (laughs) you would
1: be surprised that's kind of the only scene down there yeah I mean it is they're all about hip-hop down there wow you know and and but but I think I know why you said that and that's because that's why that's what motivated me to, to cover it. Because sure. I don't think anyone knows exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh and no, exactly. Yeah. yeah I yeah, mean, yeah. these guys. There's no recording studio they all hang out at and put out. Like, uh-huh. There's no la- I mean, there's labels and and stuff like that. But and record- people have recording gear. But there's not a big scene out there. And, and but they but they put all their stuff and mostly promote it around Portland. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. but um, uh, one of them lives here in Portland now, and the other one is driving up just to to, wow. to perform a like you know a half hour set or yeah. whatever with him. Yeah. So you know, and this guy's. You know, he doesn't make a lot of money and he's really driving, a, you know, seven hours away just for this one show. Wow. Like, you got to come out and see this guy, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to perform? I'm going to get up and talk, but I'm not going to perform. Aww. I feel like that would be a little indulgent because I'm not covering myself in the series. I have other performances. I'm playing tonight at, at uh, the Atlantis Lounge as part of their showcase, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. So, you know, Are I you- do. I perform just not that night. Yeah.
0: Are you going to do one on yourself?
1: You know what? What's funny enough is I actually, uh, I actually am going to do that. Um, You should. But I'm not going to put it out as one of the episodes. It's going to be part of the exclusive content for people who pay Uh a Patreon. Uh So when you when you sign up for Patreon, I'm going to have. Ideally, I want half the content to be only available to paying patrons and then the other half would be the episodes themselves will yeah. always be public yeah. but I'm going to do follow up episodes like 5 minute mm-hmm. exposés on where they where they are now mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i mean for instance really fascinating stuff like um one of the guys from Klamath Falls a a, a hip hop artist Talilo um he's been to prison he's got tattoos all over his face you mm-hmm. know hair down past his butt you know he's a crazy looking guy mm-hmm. but he has really turned his life around and he wants to, in the episode that I cover It shows him desperately trying to start a youth center To wow. help kids uh, Record hip hop themselves And get them into more productive stuff Than yeah. whatever he was in, in yeah. involved with You wow. know? And uh, In the end of the, of the episode You see, it, you, know, you don't know It might happen, it might not He's talking with the right people though right. And it's like, right. wow, this guy's really going for. He's trying to get grant money and all, And he's really uh-huh. doing it, he's not just uh-huh. talking about it yeah. I'm in there with the meetings, with the right people and you don't know because they're, they're giving him like a kind of like, eh, I don't know kind of yeah, thing, yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, he, he did it. He started it. I personally walked through this place. It's not open yet. But, but he invited me to take a look at it. I'm going to film a little expose on that. And that's going to be available, you know, only for Patreon people because he already got two episodes. So <laughs> him, him and, and his buddy... Um, instead of covering one on each episode, I did them both for a two-parter. Uh-huh. So they each get half of one because uh-huh. I started recording them five years ago. Wow! And that was actually what kind of motivated me to start this project yeah. too. Was I have yeah. all that footage of these guys? I was like, what am I gonna do with that footage? You know, do I turn it into a feature or whatever? And it's like I had this idea for contrast, and I was like, yeah. oh, well, I could do five years later and blow everybody's mind you know because they think you know this was made last june you right. know and then it's yeah. like after they see 20 minutes or 12 minutes on these two then mm-hmm. it says five years later and suddenly they look older and you're like oh my god it really is five years later like
0: mm-hmm. yeah so are are these do you see yourself more as a um are, are they profiles or do you see yourself more as a storyteller in in in, in this series neither ah it could be
1: either either yeah okay. it's neither and either uh i i really didn't want any thematic rules for contrast besides showing people something that they didn't expect to see uh-huh. when they're looking at coverage for the artists they like or didn't even know about right. you know right. and so i'm um, i'm even planning like so far there isn't any humor in any of it right but i am planning on following uh 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 my friend uh who is very humorous all the time. I know he's cracking jokes a lot. He's actually a professional actor. And, uh, you know, I made a film. I I guess I could just say his name. uh, Brian Cook. Uh Um, I made a film with him that won the Portland Comedy Film Festival this last round. You know, Mm -hmm. he's, you know, the guy is absolutely funny. And so I know when I'm rolling footage on him, following around, he's just going to be cracking jokes and I'm not going to hide those jokes. We'll still get to, I'll still get talking to him deep about how he feels about life, you know, like I do on these episodes. But I know that episode's going to be full of humor, you know, and so I I don't know. I don't know, you know, I want to keep it, I want to keep the audience guessing too. I want people who are Patreons to to not know what to expect. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't know if I'm going to be doing this guy that just got out of prison with the, Tattoos on his face, or this humorous guy—that
0: you know—who knows? Well, that's one of the great things about the gig.
1: Yeah, yeah, and the great thing about doing this all on my own terms and not having to make it for—I don't even—you know—it's not even like some you know Vice or anything said, "Hey, we're giving you lots of freedom. Do your thing." It's like no, no one gave me freedom. I'm giving myself the freedom. Right. (laughs) You know, it's 100% freedom. Yeah. So I can do it. I can stop the show tomorrow. I can do whatever I want. Right. (laughs) Right. I could put them all into a feature-length film and try to market it that way. It's, uh-huh. it's up to me. <laughs> it's up to you.
0: That's good. Yeah. It's nice to have that freedom. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On the other hand, you know, nobody's throwing, you know, half a million dollars at you.
1: No, and you know what? I'm, re- I, I'm being honest, and I really am not worried about that. Like, what I'm worried about is getting those thousand people at $2 a piece. Like, I just right. want two grand a month. That's kind of my goal, where I look at that and go, that's about what I make. To, um, yeah. in a comfortable in the van doing the van thing it's right. about what I make to be comfortable where I get to go to any show I want I get to hop on a plane and go visit somebody if they need it to you know that's the that's my comfort zone uh-huh. in, in doing the van life and so I don't even want to do the van life forever but that's the thing is like I, I'm not just sitting here trying to like get a windfall I just want to uh-huh. I want to keep I love 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 making these episodes more so than any other type of filmmaking because it's just me right it's up to me how creative i can make it yeah i don't I, and so i want to keep doing it i want to do it for years you know good yeah
0: good congratulations i, I think I, I and i think i will <laughs> i hope so
1: whether people pay or not i but, I, but the i'm sure you will the product I, I will say that the 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 quality of the of the episodes will go up dramatically if i get early funders mm-hmm. in the Patreon because I already I have a I have a wish list of things that I want. I want to get little mm-hmm. lavalier mics so I can uh, yeah. mic these people up so I don't have to be so close to them to get any good audio. Yes. I mean there's a there's a laundry list of things right. that, that I that I want to get. I yeah. already have two cameras which is great but uh you know for the interviews and stuff but there's there's just things I need. I need mainly I need the, I need a an A7S2 I only have the one because the two has a motion uh, oh. dampening thing. It's such. A, it's just one little feature on the camera, but it would be oh, a man. huge game changer. <laughs> so course. I wouldn't have to walk around with these steady cam rigs and stuff. You know, right. like yeah, uh, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's things there's things I need. Yeah, uh, yeah. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Well, listen. Um, uh, is there a, is there a something some song of yours we can go out on? A song of mine? Yeah. 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 So you, you just you gonna send me just send it to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll send you something off of the first album, uh, yeah. Era Aware. Uh which is on Spotify. Do you know what song you're going to send me? Oh, you,
0: don't, uh, you don't have to know right now, but if you in case just in case you do.
1: Um yeah, yeah, let's go with Balanced on a Beam of Light. And what is that about? Um that one um is about me uh I was uh, motivated to question my own mortality huh. after a, 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 a person who was basically a second dad to me uh, passed away from cancer mm-hmm. and I want to stress that because I did not write it about him uh, there are a couple lines about him but mostly it's about me being motivated to question life and death on a Mm -hmm. serious level because Mm -hmm. and and very emotional too because i was so Mm -hmm. broken up about his passing and it usually takes me a few weeks to really write a carefully considered song and this one was it just lyrics chords everything fell out in about 10 minutes i couldn't believe it wow and and i didn't change anything it was just first words that came into my mind were the line every time and and I really like it. i don't think it's like my best song ever but is it's a unique one because of the way it was written and what was going on to motivate it so
0: well john thanks for yeah. stopping in hey thanks for having me because <laughs> we've never met no
1: we haven't and now we have <laughs> yeah yeah and and i will see you again sometime in this life okay I, I can bet on it yeah well,
0: let's listen to that song how about it
1: <laughs> Thanks. thanks